Hello and welcome to the Joe Moffitt Show. I am your host, Joe Moffitt, here again live from the JMS Studios out here in Oklahoma. Just chilling on another wonderful, beautiful afternoon outside. Actually, I haven't even been outside and it's quite cloudy now that I look through the window. And I'm having to hide actually inside uh, the house instead of where I'm usually at in the garage because people outside cutting fucking trees for some damn reason. And when you do that and try to record a show, all you hear is fucking tree cutters. Y'all don't know if y'all think I'm here trying to do a show or chop up a body in the background. So we moved it in so it was a little bit more quiet and um, not more comfortable on my end, you know, posted up on the couch in some hard ass lounge chair out in the goddamn garage. Um... Another big week again. Thank you guys, uh, everybody that listened to. Particularly, I want to give a shout out to Hippie Pixie. Um, I want to give a shout out also to everybody at FYFC, um, Quadcast Courtney. Thank you guys for um, pointing me in the direction of the show you did pertaining to uh, building and growing your Twitter network. And, and it's really been working. And a lot of the guys, if you're looking for somebody to follow and if you want to, you know, looking to starting a podcast on your own, you know, everybody in Potter and family is here to help. Uh, it is a family. It's not just a group of people, you know, doing promotions, but it's it's a lot more than that because we're all every time somebody posts content, we're all over it. And, and we want to post it to however many followers we have and we wanted to, them to post it to however many followers they have. And it's like I said, it's been a, an amazing um idea and the people who came up with it thank you guys so much um because it's really helped you know grow my show and make things a lot better and help me get a, a, a larger outreach and more people that listen so again thank you guys everybody at Potter and family um all of the new podcasts and followers that have come in um whether you're affiliated with Potter family or not thank you for listening to the show um like i said hippie pixie you were all over uh, <laughs> uh, last week's episode, uh, and all jokes aside, and of course, I, as I mentioned, that one was going to be a pretty tough one, and I'm glad to see that you really enjoyed it, and I thank you, you know, my hat's off to you for, for showing me love uh, with your comments and with your notes. I'm sorry I had you crying at work, but I did warn people, you know, that that, that particular show was going to really take to heart, but this one, we're going to make it a little more lighthearted. You know, we're back to the regular schedule programming already in progress. We are here. We're doing it for a good time. And actually, now that I'm thinking about it while I'm sitting here and I do have, you know, the show up and started, we're going to post a little bit of this on Snapchat. And yes, so every portion from here, like maybe the next 10 seconds are going to be shown live on our Snapchat feed. Go check that out while you're listening to the show. You know, you might see something pretty fun. You might see something interesting. You never know, you know, whatever the hell I'm doing, shit, I'm going to make it fun and have a good time with it. So there you go. So a little upset this morning. Kind of, like I said, I've been wanting to do the sex show i've been wanting to have a couple of topics that i really want to have some fun with you know and have a good time and uh shit i it would be irresponsible for me to have this show and not talk about uh current events in the news things that are happening uh both in the united states and in the world this particular story actually swept me off my feet this morning when I actually saw, I actually got to put my hands on what was going on in this video. And in the video, there is um, different clips 
of different black people. And I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all may know about the, the BuzzFeed video. Yes. Why, you know, 27 questions black people have for black people. First of all, folks, uh, honeys and my niggas, black people ain't got questions for black people. We already know the fucking answers. I don't understand why are these motherfuckers doing this video trying to fit in? Were they really trying to give a fuck about trying to understand the black culture? Because to me, it sounds like a bunch of garbage and bullshit, you know? And and to be honest with you, it, it, it pissed me off because on one hand, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, okay, this... <laughs> To have black people ask these questions blew my mind. But we're gonna, what I'm going to do for you guys is, because all they asked was questions. They never answered the damn questions. Like they said, they had 27 questions for black people. Well, today, we're going to take my portion of, the, uh, portion of this show, and we're going to answer some of these morons' questions. They have questions. Joe Moffat is a person that can give you answers. Um... Before we go any further, the answers that are going to come for me are going to piss you off. I'm going to say some things that's going to make you feel very upset because, frankly, you guys, whoever was in this video and whoever produced this video should have fucking known better. I heard they have a white person video where they ask white people questions about why, why white people do what they do. You know what I'm saying? And to me, I'm sitting here, to, I'm watching this and I'm like... Are we trying to build unity or are we, I, I, I don't know. It's almost like they're trying to, it's bad enough that we have forces beyond our control that allow blacks and whites to treat each other as if we need to be separate and not equal. But now it's almost like we're trying to find levels within current cultures and races that allow to, to kill equality, even within races. And, and that is fucked up beyond compare to think that this is a smart and wise fucking idea it's fucking it's ridiculous to think that this was a fucking positive thing okay but i'm gonna answer the damn questions for him because it pissed me off and fuck it i ain't got shit to lose hell so i'm gonna answer the damn questions i have the now the way we're gonna do this and hold on i gotta get the mic set up a little bit different um to get this set up because i'm running a video it's going to be running off of my iphone so we're going to, i'm a, well, the way we're going to do this is real quick it's going to be question and answer for each question i'm gonna pause the video answer it and we're going to push through okay and to the one chick who had the ignorant ass comment on there i got a real special comment for you so here we go we're gonna kick this off question number one why is it so hard to be on time? Like, why does 5 to 10 always become 20 to 30? Okay. Why is it so hard to be on time? Well, dum-dum, there's not just black people who are not on time. And I remember the situation, and keep in mind, we had this last week pop off um, with Hillary Clinton and that damn fool Bill de Blasio in New York at some kind of political come give us free fucking money to do absolutely nothing for the American community. They sit here and, and they made a comment about CP time. Everybody always looked at it, and even the black dude that was on stage, who I'm willing to bet wrote the damn joke for their asses, 
sat there and said, oh, we don't like that kind of talk. And then Hillary tried to save it with, with another corny ass portion of the joke. It was a bad joke all around. But nonetheless, to ask this question, first off, lets me know that white people made this list, not black people, because not all black people are late. That's a stupid ass question to put towards to have black people. These seven, eight niggas in this video asked the whole group of black people, the, the whole sea of, of blackness that's in the world, why every nigga is late. That's bullshit. That, that, come on now. This is the reason why I said I thought that somebody was going to actually be kind of serious with some of the questions that they were going to ask. And they were really going to ask on how to expand and grow our community, not to show us how full of shit some black people are towards other black people and vice versa. You know, we already know we got troubles within our own races. We don't need help. We don't need a reason to make it worse. And to me, this fucking video is a prime example of when motherfuckers make it worse. But that was just question one. We're going to roll through all 27 and see what's up. Here's come question two. If my dad is on fleek, am I lit? Why is it a problem with... Okay. He asked, if his dab is on fleek... Is he lit? As a grown man and a father that has a job and pays taxes, I say to you today, shut the fuck up, you retarded bastard. Next question. I'm going to ask that simple ass. You just asked a perfect example of a nigga question, but you want justification to ask why black people do what they do. You dumb son of a bitch. And you the nigga that's probably late all the goddamn time, you ignorant bastard. That is on fleek. Am I lit? Why is it a problem if I like anime? Why do... Okay. Black dude said, why is it a problem if he likes anime? Well, genius, since uh, the Boondocks television show, which kind of gave us a cross-cultural cross stance into anime for the black community through the characters of Huey, Riley, and Grandpa, as well as the other characters on the show, that was all anime. You're not the only black person that likes anime. And any nigga that's ever said to you that you ain't black because you like anime, you need to tell them to go eat a dick and die because, I mean, honestly, that's, that's fucking retarded. I mean, I'm sorry. Why am I black people? I don't judge you. You know, once again, they want to ask this question openly. These questions openly to black people. So I'm going to give them the responses they reserve. Because here it is. This is the problem that we are having in these cultures when we have people hitting other people. And even like I said, it's getting horrible just within the races alone, let alone outside. This is a separatist fucking idea to put this shit out here. But once again... Question four. If black people look at your shoes before they greet you, that's because they probably want to say, hey, nice shoes. Or if you ain't got on a nice pair of shoes, they'll say, what's up? We like complimenting each other by what we have. I mean, it's, that's, it's a compliment to say, hey, you look nice today. So I don't understand how the fuck that's a, I don't know. You know, once again, I, I'm trying to figure out how many white people it took to ask these dumbass questions. All right. Then go on question six. Why do black people look at your shoes before they greet you? Why are we more likely to engage in the new dance trend than we are to get involved in politics or opening a business? Okay. Why are we more interested in the latest dance trend 
than getting involved in politics or opening a new business. Well, little lady with the bad hair, uh, the latest dance trends are usually being pushed upon us by those in politics. When I see Hillary Clinton's 69-year-old ass on Ellen or whatever fucking show she on, trying to do the damn stupidest fucking dance on the planet, that fucking whipping Dana shit. And I'm sitting here, we're like, aren't they pandering that shit to us for us to pay attention to them? They use our culture against us to get our fucking attention. So what you should be asking is why the hell do politics basically pander themselves to black people in a way that makes them like they're supposed to be cool and actually instead of and not talking about particular issues. And as far as opening businesses, well, sweetheart, we've been opening and bustling and hustling businesses for many years. And a lot of those businesses, including nightclubs, that a lot of people like to do those dances at. So, you know, let's not take a look at it away. That's a part of our culture. Don't ever look down on your culture because it is our culture that is shaped and molded this here, our United States of America. Let's continue on. How did watermelon become our thing? Watermelon wasn't our thing, you dumb son of a bitch. Some racist motherfucker said something about black people eating watermelon and a bunch of other racist motherfuckers ran with it. And then now your dumb ass is on a fucking video here in 2016 asking black people how watermelon became ours because it's dumb ass thinking like you that make you really think that watermelon and black people really think watermelon is just ours. You ignorant fuck. Continue. Everybody should love watermelon. Why do you get upset when I don't like a black celebrity? Because that person likes that said black celebrity and they're going to defend that black celebrity. And no matter if it's black, white, purple or green, there's a whole lot of fucking celebrities. I don't goddamn find favor myself. And I could give two fucks on what you or anybody else think as to, you know, what fucking why is that fucking even important? Well, well. <laughs> What is the point of this shit, people? Other than to what? Stir shit. Question nine. Aside, some people are just terrible. We... Okay, the young lady basically made the statement. I'm going to rewind this back a bit because this is the one that's, I, I'm about to light this motherfucker's head on fire because see, she didn't piss, she going to get ready to make a statement here in a minute along with this other big head nigga on the video. Um, and this is going to be the biggest basis and the, the largest part of whatever you guys take away from the day with this foolishness I'm examining with y'all. This is the one that is, you know, hands down the biggest piece that I want everybody to take away from today's show about this bullshit that they trying to push on us. Question nine. You get upset when I don't like a black celebrity. Race aside, some people are just terrible. Why do we call each other the N-word, but get vehemently upset when a white person uses the N-word? It drains my soul to hear the word, and I just don't understand how people who have any understanding of history can use that word. Okay. First of all, you are in a room reading a script written for you by a white person asking black people about why we do what we do in our culture. I say to you today, sweet, 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 nappy-headed ass woman, I say to you today that 
Which, by the way, I will clown on your ass every minute of the second of the hour of the day if you think you're going to get away with saying such a vile, you know, people are just vile and disgusting. Yes, and all of you motherfuckers sitting here thinking that you really helping motherfuckers out this video is just as vile and disgusting as the rest of the sick fucks that's running around out here. Because, frankly, the N-word, or nigga, as I'd like to eloquently put it, is a word. It's nothing but five letters, sometimes six, and it all depends on how it's used. Everything has context. And what people need to understand is context is what rules the world. It's not about necessarily the, the back meaning of the word. Because contrary to popular belief, the back meaning and original meaning of the dreaded N-word, or as it was written in Webster's Dictionary back in the 80s and 90s when I read Webster's Dictionary, was it was supposed to be defined as a person of ignorance. However... For some reason or another, when you look on the online dictionaries of today, you look up the definition of the word nigger, which is N-I-G-G-E-R, and is the nigger that is used by most racist uh, societies here in America compared to the word nigga. See, the word nigga is actually N-I-G-G-A, and as Tupac put it, you know, for you to get drunk and smoke weed all day. Now, don't get me wrong, not every nigga gets drunk and smoke weed all day. As a nigga like myself, I don't get drunk and smoke weed all day. I don't even get drunk that very much, uh, very fucking often, you know, because I got a fucking job. I got to go to fucking school and got to make money. You understand what I'm saying? So I ain't got time to get drunk and smoke weed all day. But just because I don't get drunk and smoke weed all day does not mean that I do not label and classify myself as to what I have been for years and years and years coming out of the ghetto, having to find to scratch and scrape and claw to get the way I am today. Yeah, I wear, calling myself a nigga, I wear it with a goddamn badge of honor. You want to know why? Because it took a lot of nigga shit for me to get the way I am today. I had to deal with a whole lot of niggas who didn't think I was a real enough nigga. And then after having to prove myself to these bullshit ass niggas, by simply being me, I got to be one of them niggas. So yeah, I wear it with a goddamn badge on. And don't you get mad just because ain't nobody considered you to look at you as a nigga that you can be running with the click of niggas. Because the fact of the matter is, being a nigga is not just saying a word and being offensive. Shit, in some cases, it's a goddamn society of strong black men and black women who take care of their business, handle their shit, and gonna give two fucks about what nobody got to say and what nobody's bullshit opinion is pertaining to what the fuck you think. Quit giving a goddamn word so much motherfucking power. If you would take some of that power and use it towards helping black folks get into businesses instead of asking us why we ain't doing it, maybe just maybe we can have a better shot at society. If we would be sitting here and stop pussyfooting and bullshitting around and actually get together and talk about doing shit then maybe just maybe things would change. But until these motherfuckers get off their ass and get off these videos and get off these tapes and get off these CDs and get off these records and get off of whatever the fuck else of communication or form of lines and means of tr or communication that you use watching the fucking boot tube and shit, you sitting here worried about the word nigga. You need to be worried about why in the hell all these white folks is in this room behind cameras looking at your ass asking questions that you should fucking know. You shouldn't be asking these. It hurts my heart because you know the historical, historical aspect. I know the historical aspect of the word redneck. I got a lot of friends that's rednecks. But guess what? They rednecks. 
They 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 do their Confederate flags. They they drink beer. They get fucked up. They have a good time. Rednecks. Hey, I ain't happy about it. Who the fuck am I to judge? And I don't, cause they don't judge me. We look out for each other. We have a good time. We have fun. We enjoy ourselves every time we are with each other. So w- when you come at me. And, and you come at the world and you ask, you say that why do people use the N-word when white folks use the N-word? You can go look on my Facebook page right now. There's a white boy by the name of Randy Ballard. Yesterday afternoon, I sent him happy birthday, my nigga. You want to know why I sent him happy birthday, my nigga? Because that white boy been my nigga for almost 10 years. Me and him been friends, looked out for each other. Had each other's back. Man, for a long time. That motherfucker do him, I do me. And when we come together, we wreck shit and have a good time. That's my dog. I look at him like it's family. So he is close enough to me to be able to say that to him. And better not you or nobody else try to come in and correct me about what the fuck I say. Because if you do, just like my children, I will whoop your ass. And I don't mean beat your ass out in the street. No, 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 no. I will take off my belt and run you around my fucking house and beat your ass for acting like a fucking three-year-old. Grow the fuck up. It's a word. Get over it. Now. On to big question 10. Why is my natural hair, the hair that grows out of my head, seen as a political statement? What? Because in historical times, natural hair was a political statement, my dear. Back in the 60s and the 70s, the Black Panther and the culture of black people say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud, dealt with having afros, dealt with wearing bell bottoms, dealt with being the front-running, times-holding Hold, having the biggest influence, hold on society came from those movements. Now, let me tell you what happened, though. The Black Panther movement brought in a whole new outlook, okay, on how people looked at black people, okay? And it became a lot less what should have been, I guess, fear. They turned it into culture. Okay, the next thing you know, everybody stopped wearing processes. See, back in the 40s and the 50s and the 60s, it wasn't a nigga in the world that didn't want to have his hair fried, dyed, and laid to the side. But when it came down to leaving fried and dyed to the side and having to stand up and fight for our power, we ain't got time for the perms. We ain't got time for the straightening cones. We ain't got time for the bullshit. Time we get out here and be a voice. That's the reason why, sweet, sweet child, your natural hair is beautiful. Black is beautiful. And that's the reason why your your hair, our hair was a fucking cultural phenomenon. Okay? That's the reason why they look at you that way. Don't take that as a curse. Take that with pride. Be proud of that. Because there's a lot more in our culture other than hair that people can hold against us and say that we're, I guess, inferior, you know, 
just by being by being black, even though it is us that has always been the voice of the people and the ones that have always had to step forward and stick our chest out farther than everybody else just to be heard. Be proud of that hair, honey. Let's go. I think people with light skin look better than people with dark skin. That's bullshit. Shut up. Light-skinned people don't look better than dark-skinned people. Stop that. That's that's a big old bag of bullshit, okay? Cause, and if you really want to take a look at it, I'm going to take a look at it from a separate, a separate aspect. And this is in American culture, so I'm going to go there. And it's porn. When you look at porn in the United States of America, particularly black porn, there are no bright-skinned porn stars you have to be a beautiful person to be in porn most of the major porn stars mandingo sean michaels um what's that other boy name well i, I take that back the the saint the, the saint jock one that's the from years ago he the only one that was kind of bright skin and really was a a porn star for se but when you look at all the guys over at dog fart them niggas ain't bright skinned and yet they running one of the top porn companies in the nation with usually dark skinned men now, i know porn is a bad kind of way of you know using an example but you know if you want to use something better you know denzel ain't bright he ain't dark. Wednesday, Wesley Snipes damn sure ain't bright. But I bet you he done made more money than Trevor Noah. Think about it. Really believe that black is beautiful? Or is that just something you say because it sounds cool? Why did so I just sat here and said that black is beautiful. I say that because I am a black man. I'm raising two beautiful black stepdaughters. I have a beautiful black son. I have a beautiful black mother, a beautiful black father, a beautiful black family, okay? It is a part of our culture to say that black is beautiful because it is. And it always has been. Once again, why are we taking time to downplay our own people by asking these dumbass motherfucking questions? Continue on. Some black people say that you're pretty for a dark-skinned girl. Why do they say you're pretty for a dark-skinned girl? This one is a tough one to tackle. And once again, though, it goes back to unfortunate culture in the United States. That bright and white is the, the, what's beautiful. The problem with that is it's been downplayed very heavily, and I'll tell you why. The, the, the last question, as I mentioned, you know, most of the dark-skinned men in the United States have that are in Hollywood and have a claim to fame are usually more darker-skinned men than brighter-skinned men. You know, Jesus Christ, Kevin Hart looks like a black fucking crayon. But, but, catch your breath, hold on. I know, this nigga look like a goddamn Sharpie. If you color the outside of the fucking Sharpie black, that nigga is black, black. The Rock, he ain't dark, but he's also half Samoan, so you can't really, and his dad was bright-skinned. So Rock didn't have a choice but to be bright unless his mama, if Rocky Johnson would have married a heavily dark-skinned woman, then yeah, maybe Rocky would have had a little more color tone, you know. 
But he also wouldn't have been the most legs prime. He probably wouldn't have been the most legs prime man sports in the train in entertainment. I'll be honest with you. You know, you look at wrestling. You don't. The Rock is the only bright skin wrestler. But my point that I'm trying to make is, when you look on the side of the black woman, that's where we have a problem. And I'll give them what credit where credit is due. That is a good question because why is it that bright skinned women? Bite-skinned black women are who carry the torch in many uh, claim to fame. You you have way more Beyonce's than you got Viola Davis's. I'm going to be real. You know? You got you, shit. You got more Holly Berry's than you got Octavia Spencer's. So there's a lot of what people look at as beautiful when you define it because straight up and down, the one that did it bigger than any of the rest of them, Grace Jones, you know, she was the one that that really broke that mold in the 80s that they were trying to take away from the Hattie McDaniels and the Cicely Tysons of 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 yesteryear when they kept trying to prance all these bright skinned women around them, particularly in the Bill Cosby movies and, and, and the black exploitation films, the Cleopatra Joneses and things of those natures. Most of those movies did not depict dark skinned women, you know. Pam Greer, I don't. She is a chocolate tone, I, you know, I wouldn't consider her bright or dark, you know, but anything above her tone was what they were trying to bring in. And he, But even though, you know, Pam Greer was the, the baddest and sexiest goddamn thing around, period. No matter how dark you was or how bright you was, everybody bowed down to Pam, just like everybody bowed down to Grace Jones. But Grace Jones, the difference between Pam and Grace is Pam, she had to fight for hers. Grace had to fight and demand. There's a big difference between fight and fight and demand. They both had to fight. Grace had to get a little bit more demand. And I think that's because of her skin tone. But they expect that. When they see the, the, the black woman and they see... In, in the historical aspects of the dark-skinned black woman, she's always been the mother. She's been the that, that figure. That's the reason why I don't understand why it's so difficult or, or for people to see dark-skinned black women and say, you know, you're pretty for a black girl. I, I really think that's a bullshit statement, and that shit should stop. This question right here, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt on because I think it's bullshit that people think that way. Okay? That is said to me. It still makes me feel like the ugliest little black thing. Why do some black men only date white women? Where do they keep bringing this nigga into this video? And I've been ready for this part. Y'all know me and how I am. Okay? First of all, as a black man, as a man, I do whatever the fuck I want, when I want, where I want, how I want, and with who I want. And it ain't got shit to do with you, so keep your punk ass out my motherfucking business. How hard is that to understand for people? If your broke dick ass is so concerned about who I'm fucking, you really need to find your ass some goddamn attention and fit that shit on somebody else because I am not the nigga to give it to. But since the question was asked, I'll answer it. A uh, little background on me. My first wife was black. My second wife was white. Is white. Sorry. I'm, you know, I'm, damn, this fucked up. Kind of 
kind of, you know, pre-planning that divorce, aren't you, Joe? Hey, stop that. Anywho. But <laughs> you asked me, you asked and beckoned the question, black men, white women. Let me tell you a story. Tell you now some of y'all ain't going to like my story. When I was in high school, there was this little chick. Man, she was fine too. Sexy, sexy, sexy. Beautiful as all can be. You hear me? Nice little ass. Nice little titties, you know, to stick out the top of the shirt. Nothing but cleavage. Just, just beauty and grace. She carried herself with nice clothes, you know. You know, she was one of them bitches. You know, hair did, nails did, everything did. Bad bitch. Yeah, baby. She was sexist for fucks. And I was crazy about her ass, to be honest with you. Now, don't get me wrong. I was really crazy about her, actually, about that, you know, particular period that I was in in class. Because usually I had about, you know, five or six different chicks that I was crazy about at any time, at any place in the world. And so, uh, I was talking up, talking up, man. Just trying my best. Say, baby. Hello, darling. Hello, beautiful. Hi there. They ain't even bought the bitch a Valentine's Day card. All of this effort to try to, you know, just to spend some, if nothing else, spend some time with her, you know, with the main goal, of course, being, you know, getting the draws. Uh, guilty as charged. And what a pair of draws she had because I saw them out the back of her shirt. It was the first time I'd ever seen the phone. Um, and I damn near lost my little ass head. But I, I talked up. I talked up. I was like, Man, man, we go out and have some fun, kick it, you know, have a good time. You know, I have a driver's license and shit. I'm like, man, you know, let's go hang out. She wouldn't give my black ass the time or day. You hear me? I'm one of the people that don't take much to take game. When, you, when you're funny and you tell jokes, you know, you, you can damn near like order, order pussy like ordering pizza. Uh, you know, comedy works. If you ain't never gotten no pussy before and you're wondering why, be funny. And I'm telling you, it will work for you. It will get you laid. I've said this more than once to y'all. It'll get you laid by telling jokes, just having fun, being lighthearted and fancy free. Right? Right, right? Yeah. Try it. I'm serious. And I did everything I could with this girl. I even played the dick routine, being an asshole, because some of y'all like that shit. I don't know what it is. Some of you women, black, white, purple, or green. Some of y'all don't do nothing but fuck assholes on a regular goddamn basis. Okay? And that's all your asses want. And to me, I don't know what the fuck she wanted. I know she didn't want my ass, though. But all I know is she was that black Nubian queen, and I wanted to get in that ass. Okay? So one day we're sitting in class, and... I'm talking to her up and I'm chit-chatting, woo 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 and everything. And she like, no, I don't want to fool with you. <laughs> and this white chick, long, dirty blonde hair, you know, she had a couple of pimples, but you know, you can get around those. Big old titties. Nice little ass, believe it or not. Big. Beautiful. She said, and I quote, well, if she won't get it, I damn sure will. And looked at me like my ass was open for business. 
She looked at me like I could come over there where we were in that class right then at that moment and fuck her brains out. The black chick got mad than the motherfucker. Keep in mind, I say black chick, white chick, because as a dog, I don't remember neither one of these bitches' names. Y'all asking too much of me. Continue. So <laughs> this motherfucker looked at the white girl with just this hateful look of deceit. And me being who I was, I was going to play the shit cool anyway and not really overstep my tone. So all the thing that really came out of my mouth from the shock of the situation was, oh, really? <laughs> and luckily for me, with the black chick sitting there, her face had hit the flow. This white girl then sat here and basically said, if she won't give you no pussy, I will. And then to top it all off, the next morning, I definitely went over there and took her up on that offer and fucked her ass in the next Tuesday. So my, the point of my story is, is simply this. It's never been about my attraction, but more or less who was attracted to me. My attractions never came. I, there were millions of women. I was attracted to, but there were only hundreds that have been attracted to me. I'm not going to lie. Now, those numbers have picked up as I've gotten older. You know, I'm one of them people that have become fortunate that with age comes sex appeal. And I've taken on a lot of sex appeal. So I get a lot more attention than I did when I was in my younger days, you know, still trying to figure it out and find myself and try to calculate my cool. I didn't know how to calculate my cool back then. Now I know how to calculate my cool so I know how I can go in and, and, and you know, get these girls to, you know, do nasty, filthy things to me. However, back in those days when I didn't get it together, the only ones that actually came to me da, 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 were white women. Sorry, black ladies. It wasn't necessarily that I didn't enjoy and love black women. Like I said, my ex-wife is black. Many of my girlfriends from future's past, from, from my past was black. Many of the women that I had threesomes with with my ex-wife, all of them was black, every one of them. Hell, I was enjoying two up to three black, beautiful women fucking their brains out on a regular basis at a time. But as marriages and life and bullshit goes on, her and I had problems. We had issues, and it basically came to a point where she didn't want to be with me no more, and that's fine, you know, because by the end, the feelings were fucking mutual, and I just so happened to, once again, put myself out there with photos, looking for somebody to hang with They just wanted to have some company, and then I met, sure enough, a white girl. Yep. Came to me. I didn't have to do shit but post my picture. She told me I was sexy as fuck. She wanted to hang out. When we hung out, she was boring as fuck. Three days later, I met her best friend. Her best friend has been my wife for the last seven years. We've been together ten. Now, am I wrong? Some people say that. I frankly, I don't give a damn. My ex-wife made her decision, and I made mine. My wife worshipped the goddamn ground that I walk on. 
And she loves me to death. I love her. She, that's my chick. You know? But I but don't judge me because I'm with a white girl now and say that all I do is have ever dated white women. Because contrary to popular belief, if you want to go down the, the roll call, I've been with black, I've been with white, I've been with mixed, I've been with Asian. Well, no, I haven't had Asian. That's, that's the only one that has abated my tongue is to taste that Asian pussy. That's the only one that's done got away from me, y'all. You know, and I don't think I'll ever be able to get it uh, unless uh, my wife ever decide to get rid of my ass. Then I'm going to get me some, you know, Asian pussy for days and days and days, you know. Because shit, that sound, it sounds fun. What the fuck? Hell, then that way I'll have all of the cultures complete. I've hit six of the seven. Asian is the only one I haven't had. You know, I've had European. I've had black chicks. I've had Africa, had her with African chick, definitely been with Mexican chicks, been with a Cuban chick, been with a chick from South America, who was white, by the way, been with a black chick that was from Canada, eh? So, shit, I didn't seen some shit. But to say that all black men don't do number day white women, that's bullshit. That's the stupidest fucking thing in the world. And like I said before, it's not that that's all we date. For some of us, it's all we can get, fella. We're going to be sitting there chasing no bitch around for years on end when we got another motherfucker sitting over in the corner waiting to put our dicks in their mouth. What the fuck? Really? Seriously? I mean, goddamn, that, that's, the, that's the stupidest fucking quit. Why do... Mm, I don't know. These questions get more and more confusing by the nanosecond. Because on one hand, you think they really want to make a point, And on the other end, you're thinking, once again, how many white people did it take? And how much money did these white people pay these niggas to ask these dumbass fucking questions? Okay. I done lost count of the questions, y'all. If y'all keeping count at home, good for you. Why is it okay for black men to date white women? Hold on but not okay for a black woman to date outside her race. Okay. She asked, why is it okay for a white woman, for a black man to date a white woman, but it's not okay for a black woman to date a white man? Well, it's real simple. Because some black people can't get over the fucking facts of themselves to accept a person for what the fuck they want and what the fuck they believe in. Because contrary to popular belief, white people don't like it when they see white men or women dating black men and black women. But the only way it comes in from our end, as far as a black woman taking a closer, a worse end of it, if you will, is simply put, for some reason or another, in the black culture, yo, you who ask the questions are the same ones that don't do the accepting. So it's kind of like a double-edged sword to ask this question and also know that in the back of your mind it's probably fucking with you too. Unless you were the white man. Carry on. Why do you protest Black Lives Matter? And then tear each other down in the next breath. Why do we say that we... Okay. Black Lives Matter. And I've been wanting to talk about Black Lives Matter. After the... I got to reference a couple other things about Black Lives Matter to go along with this question. OK. Uh, last week after the um, well, 
let's take it back a little bit. Last week, Ray Lewis um, came out and made a video kind of downplaying Black Lives Matter. And I'm going to tell you why. In his video, he basically proclaimed and felt that Black Lives Matter does not do enough for the black community. Okay? And the reason why he feels that way is the same reason why Brother Dick Gregory, and I'm going to tell you right now, it's not a nigga in this video that will denounce and disdain what Brother Dick Gregory has to say. You will not disrespect a legend. But Brother Dick Gregory has already came out and stated more than once that Black Lives Matter is funded partially by the Koch brothers. Black Lives Matter was used as a front to deter black people away from real black issues and put our focus on things outside of the black community. Now, don't get me wrong. When I say outside of the black community, I mean focus, put our focus on the problems that are caused from other factors around us and not focus on the problems that are being caused by us as black people. Because as they ask the question, why is it that we protest Black Lives Matter but then tear each other down, the question is, why is not Black Lives Matter not protesting against those that try to tear and bring us down together? Why has there never been a protest for the nine-year-old boy from Chicago, Illinois, who was shot in the street by a bunch of damn niggas on a fucking revenge killing for his fucking father? See, y'all don't understand. My ass researches all of this shit from far back of months and months and years ago. This matter first started where everybody started bringing in Black Lives Matter with Trayvon. Trayvon was killed by a white Mexican motherfucker. I don't know what the fuck he is. That son of a bitch killed that young man in a fight that he caused because he fucking followed him and stalked him through a neighborhood. And then got let off for the crime because of, bull, of a bullshit judicial system that they have set up in Florida. So... Right then was where Black Lives Matter should have been really dealing in the culture, but it didn't come from there. It started, the, the, the thought process began from Trayvon, but then it, it, it escalated with Freddie Gray. Then it escalated more with Michael Brown. It, it really escalated with Michael Brown. Then Freddie Gray, then Sandra Bland, you know, the young man that was killed in the Walmart walking around with the BB gun got murdered with real bullets. He walking around with an unloaded fucking BB gun and the police come into a public store and start shooting and kill this young man. I ain't forgot about, I forget his name. Lord, y'all forgive me. I have a job, I have a family, I got shit to deal with. It happens. But y'all know what I'm talking about, okay? Don't even let me, don't, don't let me bring up Tamir Rice because I'll make all you motherfuckers walk out by saying his name. That young, that was a boy outside playing with a toy gun and gets gunned down in the street by police officers because some ignorant fucking neighbor sits in, look out her window and say, oh, I see a little black child outside playing with a gun. But once again, and I'm going to go back to what I was saying earlier. We'll protest that. But we won't protest a young man in Chicago. See, the, 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 you have these, you remember two years ago, they had the huge protest a year and a half ago in, in Ferguson in reference to, to uh, Michael Brown, who 
before all of this shit popped off, robbed the store. When he robbed the store, the police needed to arrest his ass because he was a menace to society and his ass had to go. Sorry to be the one to say it, folks, but y'all backed the wrong horse on that one. Especially if you basing Black Lives Matter off of Michael Brown, you part of the problem. Y'all rather be mad at Cardell Hayes. Here's what's going to end up happening. Cardell Hayes killed Will Smith. And yet Cardell Hayes is trying to say Will Smith was the aggressor. They're trying to say Will Smith had a gun in his car. The problem with me is he's in the morgue with his gun in the car while this nigga sitting, Cardell Hayes, sitting in jail and his gun in the evidence locker. And then they found a second gun in his motherfucking car. There's a problem with the process, y'all. There's a problem with the process. I'm sorry. Black Lives Matter is a joke. And anybody thinks above that, argue me down and tell me why you think it's better. Because they ain't, who are they helping? Honestly. If Black Lives Matter ain't in Flint, Michigan, 75% of the time right now, what's your fucking point? If Black Lives Matter ain't showed up in the ghettos of Chicago trying to make a difference, I don't give a fuck what you got to say to Bernie Sanders and Bill Clinton. Not, not no fucks. None. Not a fucking one. If Black Lives Matter ain't somewhere down there in goddamn southern Louisiana where a man and a woman getting killed in their goddamn bed at night while they sleep with their children in the house and the baby in the bed with them? But you want to tell me about defending Black Lives Matter, right? Hmm. Being full of shit is not an excuse. You motherfuckers really need to research what the fuck you back before you go sitting here talking about, oh, the, 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 everybody got mad with the whole All Lives Matter movement because they say that's, the, that's stepping away from the Black Lives Matter movement that's talking about police brutality. Well, let's see. Black Lives Matter is looking strictly at police brutality while in the same breath black people are hurting black people and yet Black Lives Matter ain't there to help those black lives as if they don't matter. Really? Is that how we're explaining this to people? That's all I'm hearing y'all say. It's bullshit. And you know I'm quick to follow that bullshit. And there's going to be people that's going to hate me for this one. But contrary to popular belief, until Black Lives Matter steps into the streets of Compton and South Central Los Angeles and actually bring a, not a truce, between the Bloods and Crips. No, 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 no. I don't want a fucking truce. I want that shit gone. I want it eradicated. Over and done with. Through. You make that happen, I believe Black Lives Matter. Because them niggas is, is revving up for this to be one hot ass summer. And it's gonna be bad. This is gonna be one of the worst summers on record. Worse than last year. But I'm going to be watching for Black Lives Matter. I'm going to be looking for you motherfuckers. And if y'all ain't in Chicago, and if y'all ain't in Third Ward, Houston, Texas, and if y'all ain't out there in goddamn Calliope Projects in New Orleans, and y'all ain't out there in the Bronx and in, in Harlem and in Brooklyn, 
Y'all ain't out there in Cincinnati and Kansas City and Oklahoma City trying to make a difference in black lives and, and ghettos, Oak Cliff and Dallas. Y'all ain't out there where you where where help is needed. But we need help. Black lives. Y'all improved Dick Gregory, right? I never thought it was wrong in the first fucking place. It's all a distraction. Let's not let the distraction take over our good judgment. Here's the next question. You don't want to be seen as a monolith, but then try to take people's black cards away for not liking something that's supposedly black. Okay, they asked the same question twice. It's just like asking why if I don't like a black actor... You know, she's trying to say that people will get mad at you if you're black because you're not, you don't like everything that is black. Honey, everybody is free to their opinion. Have your own opinion and don't worry about what a nigga think, period. If you would stop being so fucking petty and worry about what another bitch thinking, maybe just maybe your goddamn life would be a lot more sweeter and you wouldn't have to feel the need to answer these white folks questions as to why black people do what we do, bitch. Be so quick to support a non-black-owned business, but then hesitate when it's a black-owned business. I mean, is there a... How can we tell the difference? The reason why we can, the problem with the question of black-owned business and white-owned business is that, frankly, I shouldn't know the difference between the two. Business is business, money is money. Now you stepping into my world, welcome to Thunderdome, bitch. When we talking about money, money is green. I don't give a fuck if it's black-owned. I don't give a fuck if it's white-owned. If your ass is providing a service and your service is good, I'm gonna fucks with you. Straight up and simple. That that's what it is. You understand what I'm saying? Well, I met in the community of Enid, Oklahoma, there are damn near little to no black businesses in this area. So ask me, what am I supposed to support where I am at? I gotta go all the way to Oklahoma City to find a decent soul food restaurant that I support and adore. But just because, and but the thing about it is, where I am, there are many black businesses. I'm sorry, I've tried to get a, a business on here lately, but see, that's the that's the whole thing about it. When y'all sitting here asking these questions, what are you also thinking in the back of your mind? Is what is I can do as a person to help bring black businesses and bring black corporations to forefronts and make us worldwide and and put our stamp and our mold on on the universe like everybody else has. But y'all ain't asking that question. You ask the questions why niggas ain't doing what they want, what they need to do, instead of asking what can we do to make this happen. Here come this ignorant bitch again. Hesitate when it's a black-owned business. I mean, is there a cutoff time for this whole homophobia thing in the black community? Because I'm really looking forward to that. Okay, she's saying homophobia in the black community. Uh, let me think. There's homophobia everywhere. And if it was just in the black community, it wouldn't be called homophobia. It'd be called racism. Next. Without a father so common in our... Oh, why they keep bringing this dumbass... God damn it! Because I'm really looking forward to that. Why is growing up without a father so common in our race? Why do okay. 
Why is growing up without a black father? Let me jump down this dumbass nigga's throat here. Oh, you, where did they find this motherfucker, first of all? I want to know where they found this lousy cocksucker motherfucker. Cause he didn't ask like four or five of the worst. For, it's like this nigga went down the list of the 27 and said, I'm going to ask these most worst fucking questions in the video so people like Joe Moffat can point my ass out particularly and jump down my sorry ass throat. Well, nigga, here come my temper. And open up and say cheese You ignorant fuck First of all To ask why a man ain't in a woman's life After she has a child It's just like asking a woman Why would she abort a child that a man Wants to take care of and have and be a part of that child's life It's the same fucking question No different Anybody saying I'm a lie I'm gonna call you a fool That's the God honest truth It's the same fucking question You know what I'm saying he made a choice. Unfortunately, not everybody want to sit here and be a damn father of a chick that they met one night, at, of, a, of a child from a chick that they met one night at the bar. And oops, you know, I, I, I don't get me wrong. There are fathers missing in all kind of cultures. I got a friend right now, 30 fucking eight year old white woman. Still wishing that she could have a closer relationship to her father. Bitch, you 38. I, I'm 35, and I can give two fucks about the relationship I have with my father. I love the bastard, but that's as far as it go. He know where I'm at. I know where he at. We all good. And ain't got to be no more than that. Anybody need a father figure, by all means, that nigga chilling in Houston right now. Go by and say hi. Be there for an hour, and then you'll be running back to me wondering why the hell my ass is in Oklahoma and his ass is in Houston, Texas. It's because a motherfucker can be a father figure don't mean that his ass need to be a motherfucking father figure. You know, some people can consider themselves as being a useless piece of shit and maybe just maybe realize that if they were in this child's life, that child going to turn out to be a useless piece of shit too. Like I said, this is a double-edged motherfucking sword. You know, any man that don't take care of a child is his, don't get me wrong, I'm going to call you a bitch every time because you should at least make an effort to make yourself better to help them be better. But some of us just don't have the capability on the coof to be able to make that happen. And frankly, I'm glad the sorry motherfucker went the way it was so that this person don't have to be a sorry motherfucker too. We like to confront our mental health issues. Therapy is such a wonderful and magical place. That sounds like a bitch that is in therapy and that's not a question, so I'm not even going to go at that with a statement. However, I will say this. Black people do not have a fear of mental health. That's the reason why we have barbershops. Next. Why is there a checklist for being black? There isn't a checklist for being black, and if there was, your black ass would not be on it after being in this fucking video, you dumb bastard. There's no checklist for being black. Because if that, if that was the case, white people would be black. That, that, you remember that white boy I was talking about earlier, Mr. Ballard? Yes, sir, Mr. Randy Ballard. Call that motherfucker on the phone and tell me who you think you're talking to. You hear this ghetto motherfucker on the phone, you think you're talking to the roughest, tuggest, biggest, baddest nigga on the planet. Until you see his nine-fingered ass and realize it ain't so. <laughs> I love my boy. He know I love him. That's my dog, you know? But he the ghetto is fucking white boy. I never been around the planet. And if he had to go through the damn checklist, his ass would probably be more blacker than everybody in this fucking video. So, no, there is no checklist to, to being black. Your sorry ass just don't fit. There's certain things about being black that you don't like, and therefore you done checked it off of your list of what blackness I don't need to have. That's where the list come from. But, you know, 
They ain't think they think a nigga like me ain't sitting here catching on to this bullshit, but <laughs> you motherfuckers better think again, bitch. Is being educated considered a white thing? Honey, we have black colleges. How the hell is that considered a white thing? Being ignorant and listening. Let me let me let me play this back for you again. Hold on. Okay. Ignorance is not a culture thing. Ignorance is spread throughout all cultures and, and of the American culture, to be honest with you. Because there are situations where it's preached and pushed for people not to worry about going to college. Just go out and get a job. You'll be fine. We have big industries telling kids, you know, or we have a military telling kids, be all you can be by getting yourself killed. Huh? For what? Not one day in America have I not ever felt free. We do not have to fight for it that fucking hard. And sacrifice so many of these babies for the benefit of some motherfucker being able to fill out some goddamn contracts for some weapons that his ass has provided to the military. Next fucking question. I can't I love school and also be black. Why do I have to be mixed in order to have long hair? Why do you- uh, I don't know. That's a good question because, you know, it's not that you got to be mixed to have long hair, but is something, once again, in the black culture where we put all that shit in our hair to get fried, dyed, and laid to the side. The key word to what I'm about to say is fried, and then a lot of us fry our fucking hair out of our fucking heads with them tight-ass braids, and the next thing you know, you don't have long hair no more. You have short. Quit doing things to your hair that hurts your hair and maybe just maybe you'll see a difference continue on i think well off black people don't know what it means to be black because they get well off niggas like you to ask dumb ass questions like this on this fucking video and then your sorry ass wondering why we wondering why the fuck you don't already have the answer y'all asses could answer this shit from there and never had to put this shit online period because if you don't know the fucking answer questions god damn it use a sick Stupid motherfucker. Black isn't only defined by adversity. Why do some black people say, oh, I have Native American in my family in order to feel interested? They don't say that to feel interesting. They say that to use it as a lie as to the reason why they had to get a perm and get their shit straightened. Or more valuable than other black people around them. Why can't we just acknowledge that there are a bunch of different types of black people walking around and they're all amazing and unique and special in their own way? Because we are too busy making videos wondering why black people do or say or be who we are. If y'all quit so worried and so cussing about being who we are and just be more worried and discussing about what we can bring to the table, maybe we'd be better off. Within the black community are so quick to kind of tear each other down and to look towards other races in terms of their success and in terms of what they have, but never want to kind of look into the mirror ourselves. Because black people want to sit here and make videos with white people about wondering why black people do what they do, and then you want to sit here and have an explanation as to go back of what you're fucking doing, which is downplaying us, but then in the same breath, you want us to answer why it's okay for you to do what the fuck you're doing. Last but not least, they end the video with this ignorant bitch. I love black folks, but that doesn't mean I don't have questions. Why are we always looking for... 
The last question this dumbass nigga answered, I'll answer it for y'all. He asked, why do black people always look for discounts? White people look for discounts too, honey. That's the reason why they put the goddamn coupons in the white-owned newspapers all across the United States of America. And on that, we made it through our 27 questions. Oh, my fucking God, that shit was long as forever. I didn't think I was going to get through that much ignorance, but it took me a fucking hour to get through it. Thank you guys for listening to this craziness. Um... I'm doing two shows today because I want to have some fucking fun. It's my goddamn birthday month, and I want to have some fucking fun. So, we about to talk about how penises and vaginas like touching each other. On the next segment of this week's Joe Moffat Show, see you guys in a minute.